0: Four Finger Discount is now on Patreon. For as low as $2 per month, you'll get access to a bunch of exclusive bonus content, such as classic episode review podcasts like this one, Cape Fear, VIP post-show podcasts, behind-the-scenes videos, movie review podcasts, let's play videos, even the opportunity to join us on a monthly Google Hangout group chat. So head on now to patreon.com forward slash discount. Oh, hi. I'm actor Troy McClure. You might remember me from such podcasts as we're talking Simpsons and Alcoholic Actors Anonymous. Well, now I'm here to tell you about the only real path to mental health. That's right. It's the four-finger-something-or-other. A few weeks ago, I was a washed-up actor with a drinking problem. Then Mitch and Dando came along, gave me this job, and a can of fortified wine. Ah, sweet liquor eases the pain. And now I'd like to introduce the men who will put the Oz in Unpauseable. It's Mitch and Dando!
1: Thanks for coming. I pleased to aim! I'm so happy. I just had to tell someone. I have a boyfriend. You won't be needing this! Four finger discount, dude.
0: Welcome to Four Figure Discount, proudly brought to you by the Simpsons Quote, that nobody gets any more. Facebook page and nohomers.net. I am Dando. I am Mitch. Thank you very much to Troy McClure for the kind words off the top of this episode. Didn't know that he listened to the show. No, it's a, a very pleasant surprise. You don't hear much from him anymore. Who would you rather know listens to the show? Troy, Harry Shearer, or Matt Graney? Harry. I'd like to. <laughs> straight think, up. Straight up. Uh, no, no contest. I'd like to think that Harry. Finished his interview and went, They seem like nice fellows. I'm going to download everything that they've done. I wonder if he ever actually listened to an episode. I doubt it. No, I doubt it very much. He's, no, I he's, think he even knew what he was on when he was actually busy, on the show. He's too busy suing uh, the guys that own the rights to Spinal Tap at the moment. Oh, yeah. What's he what's caught going that there? Like $125 million lawsuit. He's got nothing. Apparently. claims that he's got about $90 in royalties over the years. That can't <laughs> possibly be right. It would have to be from like a certain subsect, like if they release a CD or something. He's obviously getting fuck all from the music side of it. I was going to say, you wouldn't go that long and only claim $90. And not be aware. Yeah, exactly right, yeah. So, today we're here to review New Kid on the Block. Absolutely love this episode. Mm. One of my favourites to date. has a piece of my heart because this was the first episode I was allowed to watch after... After the stabby after, stab. After the stab, banning, stab. After the banning of The <laughs> Simpsons, yeah. The, the first new one that I watched was Treehouse of Horror 6, but this was on just prior. So, yeah. Always well, has a little piece of my heart this episode. Oh, that's nice. I I liked it. I mean, this maybe not as much as what you have just described but i still thought it was a very good episode it's a rare one that the subplot is almost better than the the main plot one of the greatest even, subplots of all time even to the point of you know which way do you which way does it go like which one is bart and laura the a plot or the b plot it's almost given equal screen time in the second and third act, I think it is, but I think the first one's more Bart and Laura. Oh, no, maybe not. But it Because the first act ends with him meeting Laura, isn't it? And it's yeah. Homer and Marge leaving that drives Bart to meet Laura. So it's it's got a kind of, rather than there being a really clear, this is what the story's about, and then we've got this little go- going on on the side, it's almost two very even, one leads to the other. Yeah, I guess maybe because the episode's named after the, the Bart story, that's why it's considered the main plot of the Yeah, episode. that could work. But I just remember, I don't remember this episode being so dirty. There are so many really adult jokes in this episode, particularly the opening scene, which I strongly believe was edited out on Channel 10 broadcasts really? of, of the gaming show. I don't remember that at all. Not at all. Uh... I've actually went back and got the tape that of when I first <laughs> taped it, right? I've still got that first tape. Yeah, was it on there? Went straight from commercial, straight into where Mrs. Winfield knocks on the door. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Hmm. I remember it, but that might just be from watching it on DVDs. I don't specifically remember or not remember seeing it on the television. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I just I thought it was a little interesting tidbit. Did you know? Channel 10 keep in um, March handing over a porno uh, in the welcome so. basket? Yeah, I think they did, because I do remember that, yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's just another one, another one of the adult jokes. There was another Double one later standards on. at Channel 10. <laughs> I know, right? So, uh, what was your favourite moment of the <laughs> You episode? know what it was? They probably thought that the dating show was too close to one of the shows that they were already running. So, they were like, oh, fucking Simpsons making fun of us. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> it was really, really dirty, though, what you say? Yeah, said. yeah. Um, making bacon on the beach was. something just like that, that. I did all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, oh, what are some of those shows, the dating game and- um, Matchmaker or whatever. Matchmaker and all that sort of thing. That's all it is. The yeah. subtext is that. Yeah, just try to dress it up a little bit, tongue in cheek shit. Yeah, what was your favourite moment from the episode? We've been forgetting to do this. Recently. Are we doing that off the top? Why not? Okay, uh, Grandpa Simpson and his beard of bees. Really? Uh, I, I just—it's one of the quotes. that's just I wore a beard of bees for that woman. That it just wasn't enough. It <laughs> <that> just lays <laughs> lays it all out. Um, no. I said that off the top of my head. If I was to think about it, it's the uh, Miracle on 34th Street parody. Yeah, okay. Um, we would like to show the court just how much shrimp Mr. Simpson ate, and then they bring in all of the letters to Santa Claus. Yep. Yeah. I love the, Homer, take this stuff into your house quietly. <laughs> Crashes Homer, you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that. And I also love the, that could have been me. Yeah, <laughs> that guy the jury. <laughs> so, we just want to thank our PayPal donors for this week as well. If you want to chuck a couple of dollars our way, you can go to fourfingerdiscount.com.au forward slash donate. Thanks to Jed Brooks Lewis and Jason McMahon for your donations this week. But Mitch, from now on, we probably aren't going to be taking donations anymore. Donations are we? not required because we've well we've 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 rejigged things. We've retooled. We bit the bullet. Mm. I mean, we'll probably leave the donations page live for a little bit in case people are listening like three months ago and not hearing what we're about to say. sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. If, me. From now on, if you are going to, if you would like to contribute to the show, if you would like to donate, we're going to make sure you actually legitimately get something back for your money every single time by starting up a Patreon page. Yes. Patreon.com slash fourfingerdiscount. Very now, simple. how's that spelled? P-A-T-R-E-O-N. R-E-O-N. Okay. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Forward slash F-O-U-R-F-I-N-G-E-R-D-I-S-O-N. C-O-U-N-T. <laughs> but basically, I think, or well, anyway, I think the ones that are going to donate money to us via Patreon are already aware of what Patreon is. No, well, I hope so, but there might be a lot of other people that, you know, maybe well, maybe there's other people that wouldn't just want to donate money, but they go, ooh, extra yeah. goodies. What are you talking about extra goodies? Because well, he... we're throwing extra goodies your way. Such as? Uh, there's going to be exclusive behind the scenes videos that will only be unlocked for donors. Should there's... I film one right now just while you're plugging it? No, but well, you you filmed the one of me eating dessert the other night. And it was great. I went back and watched it. It was hilarious. <laughs> well, you were furious at your dessert. I'm really good when I'm on the spot. Hey there, donors. If you can... Um, are you recording yet? I am recording, oh, yes. I hope that wasn't wasted waving. No, it wasn't wasted. Four seconds of waving. Yeah, so, And so then a few, few seconds people. of silence, which isn't very good on the podcast. <laughs> I am talking to the people. This bit doesn't work because this isn't for the donors. Like, I'm talking for everybody, but I'm only waving at the donors. So, maybe I need to do this thing of, like, I love every single listener. Like I really love you. If you guys want to see this video, you have to become a subscriber. Yeah, subscribe? yeah, subscriber. Subscribe. Is it? Where, what's uh, What's this video? A dollar a month? Two dollars a month? Something like that? Uh, Two dollars a month. Two bucks a month. I well, think. No. Was this? Was this? I oh, know. I don't You'll know. You'll find it on the Patreon. Go to Patreon, page. and we've got our little ladder. We have of little what you tiers of rewards. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. The other stuff we're going to do: uh, movie review, podcasts. Yep. We're going to be doing review tonight on the uh, Walking season Dead season premiere of The Walking Dead, and holy Ooh. shit, was that a heavy hour that of was TV? Absolutely brutal. That so. Was f- if like spoiler alert, Mitch loved it. Yeah, you. Yeah, I was a little. Startled by it, yeah, startled. But I loved it. As, like, I, you know, it's it's good to be startled. But basically, Patreon's going to be filled with all the the premium podcasts. Are now going to be on Patreon. So, Cape Fear, Cape Fear is now available on our Patreon page. Yes, people have been saying to us, "Where is it? Where is it?" We've been promising it for weeks. We've had it for weeks. We've just been waiting to get this launched before we could upload it. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, right now on the Patreon page, you have our Walking Dead review of the the season premiere. You have got the Cape Fear review. We're going to do another uh, movie review podcast. What next week? Maybe we'll figure it out. Yep. So, once a month, we're going to be doing a movie review podcast, behind-the-scenes videos, not just in the studio, but also, as Mitch said... Hey, a lot said, of just random little things. Just extras. Mostly, it's going to be Dando putting me on the spot, asking me to be funny. Well, you always ask me to. <laughs> you say you work best when you're under pressure. I had a script. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, patreon.com slash 4 Become a patron of ours, and you'll get access to a bunch of new goodies. Mm. This is a way of branching the show out. It, is way a it won't of just show. be Simpsons-based content anymore. On Patreon, it'll be mm. whatever we feel like. Through the iTunes and all that sort of stuff. Just this. Yes. Just the stuff you love. This, this show will still be free for all you guys out there listening. So for everything else, more, more Mitch and Dando. Yes. So, now, time for some trivia. What have you got? For, do you want me to kick off because I've got more than you? Or do you want to kick things off? No, you, got... you can go. Okay. If you like. It's up to I, you. I've just got the two questions. So, let's let's try and get a little... I've got just have got so a a few. Have you? Okay. Good Lord. What does Homer find at the front of the Winfield's house that he says? Uh, the old news. Old med- expired medicine, old newspapers, and coat hangers. Yes, wire hangers. Yeah, wire hangers. Well, Same thing. Yeah. Uh, what year was Ubi Ubi? What year was Ubi Blake born? Oh, I don't know. 1887. 1887. That wasn't actually in the show. I jumped onto Wikipedia to look up who Ubi Blake was. <laughs> I Didn't remember them saying it. Yeah. Okay. In relation to that question, how old was the oldest woman? 120. Uh, yep. Nailed it. Sweet. Um, how heavy was Grandpa's beard of bees? 15 pounds. Yes. Uh, what was the name of the removalist that crashed oh. Ruth's stuff? No, I missed that. Clumsy student movers? Uh, good. With pimply-faced teenagers. Yes. His oh, voice. it happened again. How long ago was the divorce of Ruth and her husband? Oh, three years. Two years. Two nearly. Years. Damn. Uh, name of the Afghanistani restaurant that they oh. ordered food from? Oh, I was going to write it down and I didn't. Um. Something Kabul? Taste of Kabul? Two guys from Kabul. Two guys from Kabul. And what was the sale they had at the restaurant at the time? Big everything, banner. everything fifty percent off. Everything half price. Yep, exactly. And one more. Where on the? Sometimes the... I think you want to fail. How <laughs> <laughs> great is it? And the funny thing is, every time I go into like an Indian restaurant or something like that, and it's empty, I think of the workers backstage just like, saying that. Like in Geelong, there's that one Indian restaurant that's like two doors away from a very popular Indian restaurant. Which one's that? Well, Karn, the, one, the one that you can't. Can Curry Hut is always busy, yeah. and then there's the other one. And you're like you poor bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, where on the map, on the town map, is Evergreen Terrace? you know where Mo's looking oh. for it? It's the like like battleships. So, like a, num- a letter yeah. and number. Um, oh, oh uh, I know, he says it out loud. Yeah. It was like a Melway's joke. K5? F5. F5. Nearly. F5. Oh. Good guess. So, that's our trivia for this week. Good. Now, time for some facts. This one, I was aware but had forgotten, written by Conan O'Brien. Oh, okay. This is like the the lost O'Brien episode because everyone mentions the um, Homer goes to college mm. and the Monorail versus the Monorail. They're the ones that always get talked about. This one's not quite on those level on that level, but it's still a great episode. Yeah, right? and it's really really well done. The subplot was originally Homer excessively laughing at a Don Rickles stand up routine. Him getting angry. Don Rickles. Yes, and him getting really angry and them having a fight and then having a court case over it. And O'Brien wrote that just assuming, of course, Rickles is going to want to do the show. Yeah, read the idea was infuriated that they would make him seem like a mean character and refused to do it. Really? Yeah. Don, lighten up. Yep. Now, this is straight off Wiki, this little fact here. When attending a Fox Broadcasting Company publicity event in New York City with Rupert Murdoch, show producer Matt Groening was introduced by Murdoch to Rickles. And Rickles began shouting at Groening, accusing him of spying on his Las Vegas act and using material from that for the episode. The cast actually had been receiving recordings from Rickles from the 1950s to use as ideas on how to get the style for his animatic portrayal. So Rickles just not a Simpsons fan apparently. So Rickles was up for it originally, and then no, 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 they just wrote it assuming he would be. But if he, why would he have been sending the material to try and get the style of his betrayal? His so there oh, must have yeah, been that's true, yeah. There must have been an approach where they said we want you to be on the show, and he said yes, and then saw the script and then went no. So he pulled a Prince. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. Why would Rickles have... Wasn't Rickles known for being like... He was that? an insult comedian. An insult comedian, yeah. yeah. One of the best. Like, but that's that was that's his th- shtick. He didn't want to be a mean person. How weird is that? Yeah. Anyway. You know, Don Rickles, I always thought, looks like the boss from Monsters, Inc. Oh, the little, oh, the, the little the spider the guy. Yeah, the octopus Yeah. True. Yeah, true. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another side story that the writers produced that was never used was for Homer to become an outstanding barber and hairdresser. Okay. Which is something I don't think has ever been used since. Not that I'm aware of. Not before uh, season 20 or something. How much comedy can you really milk milk out of that? Yeah, that is true. I mean, I think we've said all we need to say about barbershops with hairspray. What about Homer Barbershop Quartet? I was going to say Coming to America is the other one. (laughs) That's (laughs) a great movie. Joel Lewis, greatest boxer that ever lived. (laughs) The original air date was November 12th, 1992. The chalkboard gag was, I will not bring sheep to class. And the couch gag was, the family jump onto the couch and it falls through the floor. Do you think I will not bring sheep to class more than just a throwaway chalkboard gag is like a little bit of a subtle dig at the education system and trying to just kind of create a room full of people that just follow one idea. I feel like they could have been trying to make a political point there. I feel like it's something that has been analysed depends on who since, and has been analysed since and now they've probably try and claim it as that probably yeah but well, I mean, but the thing is though why would bringing sheep to class be something that they would think Bart would do yeah other as than to whole, have other, other than a, to have the meaning like you just said the, well yeah because bringing sheep I don't know it just seems odd well, yeah what are you going to do with them because pop them in the closet recently, let them get into the fence recently in the couch ga- uh, the chalk gags have been funny and this one I was just sort of like eh, yeah a, bit a little bizarre bit, yeah a bit odd anyway so it kicks off with the dating show that we mentioned before Pretty damn seedy. It was very seedy. Sorry, I've just written my own notes that I forgot about uh, typing last night. At, so, right after the chalkboard gag, I've written here, side note for myself, I'm a little drunk and I will refuse to pause this episode for notes. Really? Yeah. I so forgot, you, so you I forgot writing that. So no, missed- no, I've written notes. But at no, <laughs> at no, normally, I'll pause and rewind. So do I, yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm just going to put myself under the pump here. And d- I felt like I was typing like Speedy Gonzalez. Like I was flying is all over the spelling keyboard. Spelling is galore. Uh, I don't see too many red squiggly lines. I think I'm okay. Good old autocorrect. So, as we said, this pretty seedy uh, dating show. What I did love here though, Homer, when he says making bacon on the beach, mm, me too. too. Great cutaway. Yeah. Oh, I lo- Great thought bubble. I would love, I've said this before, anytime Homer, you think he's going to be imagining something seedy. it's like, you can't have any fun in bed. <laughs> Son, when you get older, you'll know. Eating a sandwich. <laughs> <Like> it's, <laughs> it's just the way he's like knelt down frying bacon. Oh, yeah. It's just um, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, then Mrs. Winfield knocks on the door By the way did that opening have anything to do with the episode structure or was it just there, no, there it for, just the, there sake for, sake for the sake of there. being okay. there so Mrs. Winfield says she's selling the house next door and she has a few requests for Homer <laughs> Can you please wear pants Can you please I love her delivery on that Like, Could you please wear pants mm-hmm. No <laughs> 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 what it would have been funnier then if he wasn't wearing pants at that point yeah that would have been true yeah little cutaway and they hadn't showed homer's legs up to that point that yeah. would have been funnier yeah uh, get rid of the jack-o'-lanterns and please get rid of your garbage is attracting wildlife cover your garbage cover you your garbage wildlife hey moose get out of here! now that music it doesn't say this on wikipedia but i'm pretty damn sure that that is a northern exposure oh really our ah, theme song That'd be really cool if it is. I'm pretty sure because well, it feels I've never like seen it northern be. exposure, so I wouldn't be able to confirm. But, but or it would, bash, deny. It would but it would make sense that there's a moose. I'm almost certain it is. Mm. What I did like here though, before she actually makes her demands, when she says to Homer that we're moving, yeah, running the clock out in Florida, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she agrees. And she go, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> is there a place in Australia like Florida? Where Harvey old... Harvey Bay in Queensland. Harvey Bay, where is that? Yeah, uh, it's south of Brisbane, I think. Maybe north? It's, either way, it's probably a couple of hours from Where it's bit. warmer. Yeah. 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 Where uh, the summer's tough, fine, <laughs> and the weather is. I love shit. that song. <laughs> I don't even know what the words to that are. I just know that you've got we women, you've got women on your <laughs> mind. <laughs> have a drink, have a drive, <laughs> go at us here. Yeah, anyway. So Homer's out the front a few days later, or the mowing, next the night, lawns. Whatever, mowing the water. Still got his old push mower? Yes. Dead putting society? society, yep, yep, yep. And it's my favourite part of the whole episode where he finds the shit out the front. Yeah.
1: Hello, what's this? Wire hangers? Expired medicine, old newspapers. (laughs) Okay, Homer, stay calm. Just quietly get this stuff inside your house. Homer, you're not listening.
0: Don't you hate it though when you're trying to tiptoe out of your bedroom at night or whatever, or just trying to tiptoe and not make a sound, Mm. and you close the door and you make more noise closing the door than if you just had to closed it. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like this long drawn out. Yeah. yeah. It's like what we mentioned on the show earlier when people were trying to not make a noise eating chips at the cinema. Just fucking reach oh, and grab chips. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh. Or trying oh. to open it slowly in ice cream. Just fucking open it. Get yeah. it over with. Anyway, Marge walks in. Homer, that stuff's not for you. What are you talking about? Maybe I'm not getting enough. Estrogen. estrogen. <laughs> Notice I spelled estrogen wrong. No, I didn't read or the, the started, label. started with E. Estrogen starts with O. Are uh, you sure about that? Estrogen. Of course it does. is. I'm not sure that the drug does. But I Okay. Let's go to the old Wikipedia. Uh, I don't know you are. Any group of steroid hormones. I think it might be a word that goes either way. So, American English is with an E. Oh, was a silly it's the silly animators. It sounds like it would start no. with an E. A- American English is just with the E, whereas British English is OE. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, I apologize to the Korean animators who I blame for that. Homer then sees the ad for the Frying Dutchman. This is the first appearance of Captain McAllister. Mm, great character. I absolutely love it. I, I I feel like I really went overboard with his uh, pirate speech in this. I love the, fairly warned, be thee, says I. I. <laughs> just shit like that is just great. Tisn't a man, tis no man, tis a remorseless eating machine. <laughs> I love Homer's determination as soon as he sees that ad. Yeah. Marge, we are going to that restaurant. The animation, there's an animation error though, behind Homer. When he first hears about it, he starts going, oh, like gurgling, mm-hmm. like in pleasure. The kitchen door's gone from behind him. He's like in the corner of some random room on the couch. Oh, okay. But then Marge walks in like the very next True, shot. Through an area that wouldn't have been there. Yeah, yeah. And then Marge says, I don't think I can go. I think I'm allergic to seafood.
1: The last time I ate shrimp, my throat closed up and I went into convulsions.
0: Mmm, shrimp. That's my exact response whenever I hear someone say that they're allergic. Part of me is like, oh, that, that must be awful for you, but God, I love that food. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to the potential buyers for the Winfield House. Absolute suckers. <laughs> now, I don't know much about haggling or bargaining, so why don't we just pay whatever the Winfields want? Mm, that could work. Yeah. I love the sigh. It's <laughs> a, <great, laughs> a great big burp. What was that? Sigh. <laughs> <I> get... <laughs> <"Sy-." laughs> it's, it's very similar to the uh, dance instructor. The, yeah. Shutter. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Homer's just... That guy cool. would have thrown so much shade about Homer. I <laughs> know, right? Homer's just absolutely living the dream. Naked in a kiddie pool of hot dogs. <laughs> is he naked? I assume he's at least got underwear on. No, oh, fuck it. He's naked. He's <laughs> <It's his> dude. Goodbye. <laughs> just, <laughs> just living it up Australia style. Thought you could get away, huh? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so then Bart and Lisa are sneaking under the Winfields. Yeah, see more of the Winfields place in the first opening act than we have in the whole series mm. so far. So they're sneaking under and Bart tells the fake story about how they had a kid. They locked him the down sock there. sock was his only friend. Lifts his eyelids up. Even animated creeps me out. I can't look at people with their eyelids up. Oh, really? S- I some well, I can't th- physically do it. So. Yeah, I have some phobia. It's not a phobia, but I have this weird thing about eyes. Like, if someone says, let me look in your eye, you know, you pull your eyelid mm. down, I mm. freak out. I okay. don't know what it is. I don't, just, can't stand eyes. Yeah. Anyway, so he scares Lace. So Lisa runs away. And then Laura, this is where we introduce the Laura Powers. She walks in, friends flips the tables on him. Yes. Yeah. it's um, just absolutely blown away by, uh, say something clever. <laughs> She's beautiful. Say something clever. I fell on my bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Now, it sort of sets the seed here, by the way, but just before that, of her looking down on him as a child, mm. because throughout the whole episode, Bart's in love with her, and whilst he thinks that he's on equal, her... At no point does she ever reciprocate with No, because here she goes, hey kid, yeah. you're right. It's just sort of planting the seeds that she looks at him as a little child. Yeah. So, cut back from commercial. Which he is. Yes, he just is. Like exactly. It's a very <laughs> important distinction to make here. That, that, how old's Laura, do you reckon? 15? 16? Well, I was going to ask you that same question. Well, how old's Jimbo? Although Jimbo's at no. Springfield, so she can't be that old. No, that's why I thought it was a bit odd that she was babysitting them and kissing and yeah. Imagine Homer didn't care that she had Jimbo over. I just you, presume that they're in this episode. They're both older. Just yeah. have, we, have we seen Jimbo at Springfield Elementary yet? Um, maybe not. Well, I feel like in this point he could just be a. We've seen, know, definitely seen Nelson. Maybe his age changes as time. As is required. Possibly, yeah. Probably wrong. If we're wrong, let us know. MailmakerForefingerDiscount.com. Mm. Like oh, it's U. just been kept back a few years. Never made it to middle school. It makes the episode work. That's all that matters. Mm. So then Laura and Ruth are moving in, and we get the clumsy moving company, the smashing the things. Oh, not again. She's very polite to March. Yeah, I did love you.
1: My mother's inside, Mrs. Simpson. Please go right on in. Oh, you speak so politely to adults. My upbringing was painfully strict, ma'am. That's sweet.
0: So, we should probably mention who voices the characters of Laura and Ruth as well, because they're both popular actresses. Um, yep. Laura is played by Sarah Gilbert, who was known for playing. <laughs> Sorry, for listeners at home, Dando may have edited out a pause there where he said, is played by, and then looked at me, despite the fact that he had looked up the information on the computer in front of you. He kind of like <laughs> threw to me and then went, wait. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> Played by Sarah Gilbert, who was known for playing Darlene, Darlene on Roseanne. on Roseanne. That I knew. Yeah. I, I didn't know her actual name. She's also... Uh, she has a tiny, tiny appearance in High Fidelity, in one of my favourite scenes. She also plays the somewhat girlfriend, I think, to a point... I'm not quite big on the show, Big Bang Theory. So, she plays... Oh, okay. Her boyfriend... The, the, what's his name? Leonard. Not yeah, Leonard. On Big Bang Theory, the guy with the glasses. Hmm. He plays her boyfriend on Roseanne. And then she plays his girlfriend on Big Bang Theory. He was her boyfriend on Roseanne, Yes. Yeah, it was just one of those things yeah. that just they sort of transitioned into the next show played different characters obviously but yeah mm. the transition. So I thought she was really perfect voice for this character as well just she's sort of that dry humor isn't she? Yeah. And we had uh, Pamela Reed who was mostly known for playing the partner of Arnold Schwarzenegger in Kindergarten Cop she played Ruth Powers. Yeah. Partner as in cop partner. Cop partner, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very funny in that scene where she's um really sick. Like when they first get yes. there, she's just face down on the mattress. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Marge starts giving Ruth the welcome hamper, the welcome to the town hamper. The dust butt, as a kid, <laughs> <was> a <laughs> that's bit, a great porno name. Yeah, it is. I was a little bit confused as to what it was. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure that's pornography. Mm but I was at that age. Where my, I'm not well, quite you sure. You do not even yet. know what pornography is at that age. No, I was still about eight or nine. Yeah. What I did like <laughs> here, though, when she, when Ruth says, "Oh, uh, something along the lines of we weren't quite sure about coming to Springfield because it was like Spring, uh, the world's most dangerous city or something." Yeah. What uh, America's worst city? Yeah. T- it was a Time Life cover story. Yeah. Yeah. Y- hey. You can see a house in that photo. Yeah. Marge somehow sees the positive. She's in so that. proud. <laughs> yeah. she yeah. made the cover <laughs> of Time Life. <laughs> um. So then, obviously, that's when she handed the dust butt. Yeah. Um. The second real adult joke. Surely about. everyone knows dust boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what they parody. Gas Bus have. is yeah. the name for that. Copy that as well. Um, a little bit of a bait and switch here where she explains how they got divorced and it wasn't because he cheated or anything. But it was like, first they're all nice but then it's just career, career, career. <laughs> it's Captain Homer. Fighting Santa's little helper for the hammock. Don't you give me that face. My hammock. Mine. Mine. <laughs> Don't look that way. <laughs> <laughs> that but, is every night for me getting into bed with the yeah, Labrador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My pillow. Mine. Mine. <laughs> Uh, but and uh, Laura start screwing around at the front You know what a hurts donut is mm, wet, wet willy, willy. Um, And then I love that she throws some I'm going to use the phrase again Because originally I wrote she gave sass to the bullies But I'm going to she threw some shade at the bullies How, how long are you going to be riding this way for? As long as it's thrown in the shade Just as long as it is out <laughs> Until some emails are saying please stop <laughs> No that, that'll only encourage me more <laughs> So uh, the bullies walk up
1: Hey baby how about putting your finger in my ear well, I don't know. Your boyfriend looks like the jealous type.
0: Bang, got Ah, uh, yeah, absolute zinger. She's what? what oh, what's um the phrase like? She's warping her minds or something like that. I didn't write that down. That chick's messing with our minds. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I did notice here too. They left Jimbo out of that scene, probably because they knew mm-hmm. he was going to come later on. They wouldn't want yeah. her hanging shit on him at that point. Yeah. So then uh, she spits in Bart's hand. She's telling his fortune. Bart's like, "I'm never going to wash his hand pool. again." Yep, yeah. Yep. Now the not washing the hand—that's one thing. How does? Like, how do you go from not washing my hand to, oh, I got some chewing gum on my hand. Oh, well, I, I won't try and just pick that off. I'm just going to leave that there. That's a nitpick I had and I thought I'll leave it out because Mitch say, it's just a cartoon dander. No. Because it does get very, very messy. I know it's for dramatic effect for the transition. But it's good yeah, animation. To it trans- is good animation. But yeah, it was just that, well, that's not the logical step that you made. Because you don't have to wash your palm to get rid of that chewing gum. Yeah. It's only on your fingers. You just, just a little bit of this. Maybe he left it there to nibble on later. Listeners, listeners, I was rubbing my hands against the microphone there. That would have got chewing gum on. <laughs> if you have any chewing gum in your hair, put a microphone in it. Uh, so then Lisa's... What are you even on about? Just chewing gum advice. <laughs> so then... Um, not all of the tidbits are for the Patreon listeners. Sometimes I give out some stuff for free. So Lisa starts... Um, telling Bart you need to wash your hand he starts like, saying the hand controls me he teases Lisa get stuck to the dog shut up you little monsters I was wondering if I could have someone to babysit my little angels <laughs> this is great and Bart just absolutely traumatised some is woman just a broken babysitter put it down Bart Bart put it down she's ruined <laughs> she's just absolutely broken just post-traumatic stress I plug it from the wall and reset it <laughs> Homer then stands up I wore my extra large pants for nothing
2: nothing <laughs>
0: Great animation. There's no better feeling than that. Of I know I'm about to put away a lot of food. I'm leaving my belt at home. I never wear a belt ever. I very rarely do, but it's a, a metaphorical. It's just the thought was, of knowing I'm going to be fatter. Yeah, I just go, oh, I'm going to reach for these slightly bigger jeans. But we're going to be all the happier for it. Yeah. So then Bart suggests that Laura could babysit them. So it's at this point, I guess, Bart is aware that she is a lot older than him. Well, Yeah. If she's, she's like an authority figure So it was to kind expense. of foolish for Bart. I understand he's in love with her, but it was foolish for him to actually think that... Like, But Bart was a dick throughout this whole episode in the sense that he was jealous that Laura was dating Jimbo. Mm. So he potentially was going to have Jimbo murdered for the slight chance that he was going to be able to date Laura. All's fair in love and war. <laughs> Lisa then makes a joke about, you know, what does he say? What does she say? Oh, Bart, the babysitter's here. They yeah, baby took you in. Yep. And then, I love, but silence. <laughs> and then jumps her, Gets his hand stuck to the dog, and then he realizes maybe I should probably wash my hand. Yeah. Homer then goes to ask Ruth if Laura can babysit. She agrees, obviously. Yeah. The, I love it. this. Is my favorite Homer. Like my favorite level of Homer. Dumb, where he's stupid, but not like like retarded, but just that.
1: Oh, uh, and there was something else. Something I was supposed to tip toe around my divorce that's it Woo-hoo. i'm glad one of us remembered that could have been embarrassing
0: bart takes a bath in preparation for laura baby Sydney. love this being all sophisticated and shit walks in wearing the robe yeah <laughs> and then this is the the next sea plant that she looks at him is a kid why laura what a pleasant surprise Cute, yeah. And then she says, well, "What do you guys want for dinner?" Ask Hef over there. Yeah, I love the animation of Bart as he's pouring the bubble stuff. Yeah, yeah, just the little tap choice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and looking down at it. So great. Obviously, they call up two guys from Kabul, in the Afghanistan restaurant. Sometimes I think you want to fail. Shut up! Just shut up! Now they eat. What is it, ladna? What the hell is that? But I don't know. I've never eaten Afghani cuisine. Whatever they ate, it was good Ladna. It looks delicious. I love I love that kind of stuff where you don't really know what you're eating, but it just you tastes just good. give it a crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've done that with like Turkish cuisine before. Okay. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I couldn't pronounce. Just different bread, and, just and went, shit. Yeah, I'll the go for different it. Different dips, It was all, yeah, yeah. all freshly made. That's all that, ma- all that mattered. Yeah. So, they're at the restaurant. Uh, what's it called again? The Frying Dutchman. The Frying Dutchman. And Marge simply can't eat anything because it's all got fish, including the bread. <laughs> including the bread. I think I've got some Tic Tacs in, in my bag. Tic Tacs in uh, then Homer's like oh you can eat oh you can eat runs okay, over again. when you're ready take this plate sir <laughs> <laughs> See, got don't take the steam tray <laughs> which is kind of stupid because it'll be bending his hand but it's just yep. hilarious anyway yep. and Then Bart is dancing with Laura she's teaching him how to uh, dance the, the voice break in Bart was fantastic it was it's like f- teaches him how to waltz I think is it waltz Something like that. put yeah. your hand on my hip she said okay yeah 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 <laughs> there's another one of those moments a little bit later in the episode that I'll get to in a second Um, so they have the he envisions the romantic dance mm. and she, all black and white Yeah. Good animation there Great animation cinema- Cinematography mm. We asked that last week Didn't we? We were talking about Some of the best cinematography uh, yeah. As a question And yeah I'd forgotten about This little sequence It's yeah. really well done Cuts back to Homer Who was still eating Yeah While well, Marge is asleep
1: <laughs> That man ate all our shrimp And two plastic lobsters
0: Tis no man Tis a remorseless Eating machine Ah. It's time to leave I love the desperation Homer Fairly worn Billy says I <laughs> Yeah <laughs> That, like he gets dragged out And runs and away the, ah, and yeah. runs back in To just and try to eat more He's defeated But the sign said All oh, you could eat It's so true yeah. <laughs> He had, he had all so he could eat sad I know That is just a perfect delivery From Dan <laughs> Like the sign said All oh, you could eat He just can't believe it he's, he's, he just, he's bewildered But he's got no fight left in him <laughs> no, he, He's conceded the fact That he's not going to be able To eat anymore yeah. he, just, he can't accept it yeah. He's just like What the hell yeah. <laughs> Alrighty so I was then angry in the bedroom. No, I'm gonna fight this. This is my quest. <laughs> Love it from Marge. So I'm gonna fight this thing. Oh, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> For me. For me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't put me through this. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's how I'm like at a restaurant, right? When Nicola, she always orders something. <laughs> Here it goes off the menu, but it's gonna be a little bit different. So uh. she'll order a, a parmi with barbecue sauce, or she'll just—it's gonna be a little bit different every time. Mm. And I'll get it wrong, and she'll say, "No, it's all right." They'll fix it, and I'm like. Again, please just, please just. You can have one. Well, I noticed on on the weekend you were, or you ordered, uh, I think a chef special without bacon. Now I know that you're not like yeah. a big bacon guy, but I'm like, oh, it's a pasta sauce. What if they've got it made up in bulk and oh, someone I that as well? Someone's like, I'm going to fucking strain this through to get rid of all the bacon for this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> when I asked for it, I thought she was going to say it's. So it was a good way of determining whether it was all pre-made. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it was delicious though. Anyway, mm. a little bit off topic. So then, Homer's is angry in bedroom, as you said. It's, I think it's like Don Quixote. No. This is how, how ev- it's the guy with the windmills, Don Quixote. Oh, I'll look it up. Who was it? Never mind. <laughs> how every argument in the marriage goes when you're wrong. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so then, Laura and Bart are at the Quickie Mart and they are playing Escape from Death Row. Mm-hmm. Did you know any girls when you were younger that liked to play video games? If you did, you clung on to them. Yeah, off the top of my head, no. No, it's, it's, they're very rare, weren't they? When it you might were younger. have been like one tomboy sister of somebody. Like on the street. that would know what the and greatest girl it. alive. They'd play Mario Kart or something, but they weren't quite attractive enough for you to be really excited that they were in your house. But you kick the footy with them. Yeah. <laughs> they were nice. You called them Pete. <laughs> you walk in and say, Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> so then, as we said, they're playing the game and she leaves. What is it? If I had hit the remorse button one more time, she would have made it. But poo walks up. I am thinking you like this girl, yes?
1: How did you know?
0: My ceiling mirrors and video cameras sometimes see more than who is about to shoot me. Homer then goes to Lionel Hutton, and this is the beginning of one of the greatest subplots ever.
1: Mr. Simpson, this is the most blatant case of fraudulent advertising since my suit against the film The NeverEnding Story. So, do you think I have a case? Homer, I don't use the word hero very often,
0: but you are the greatest hero in American history. Woohoo! Bart then goes to see Grandpa for some advice on girls. Mm. Now, is this the first time we've seen that Jewish old guy? The, um... Is he Jewish? I think he's Jewish, isn't he? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. how he comes across as being Jewish. It, it might be. I can't remember seeing him before now. No. Sometimes it's hard when you've watched these episodes so many times you forget where they started. Yeah. Anyway, so he's obviously not Bart's grandpa and he gets taken away. I just love that he's lonely. Wants the attention. You love that, do you? Can yeah. <laughs> your Grandpa do this? Trying to, like, out... Hey! 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 Wants to take Grandpa's role... He so should he, have started doing the old grandma She ain't what she used to be Yes That, that, that. would have got Bart's attention <laughs> Grandpa then walks in You remembered my birthday Don't yeah. you hate those moments? Yeah where You're like oh shit I probably should have Surely yes. did uh, Here's a bus schedule Look at that Fits right in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> Just accepts it So he asks Grandpa
1: Did you ever have a crush on an older woman? I had a crush on the oldest woman 120 years old she was Here's a picture of her delivering UB Blake what happened? She fell in with that Guinness Book of Records crowd. Suddenly, she didn't have any time for me.
0: I love that thing of like she fell in with the Guinness record. The Guinness Book of Records crowd, and the, suddenly I wasn't too good enough for her. <laughs> like all these, you know. I just imagine the hundred and twenty-year-old, uh, hundred and twenty-year-old woman walking down the street with the person that can squirt milk out of their eyeball, and or the the fat woman who could make her eyeballs bulge out far enough. Yeah, that one as well. And then someone else with like two hundred cigarettes in their mouth. Yes, or just, exactly. Yeah. or just being friends. So, he, so Fight gra- crime. And grandpa tries to break a world record just for her to love her. I wore I love a fifteen-pound beer of bees for that woman. Just wasn't enough, and just, that's it. Goes yeah. nowhere. it's like okay. So then goes to Homer, one of the greatest button Homer moments of all time. Yeah, I know a lot of people where this is like their favourite Simpsons quote of all yep, time. Yep, yep. Should we just play it? Yes.
1: A woman is a lot like um, a refrigerator. They're about six feet tall, 300 pounds. They make ice and... Oh, wait a minute. Actually, a woman is more like a beer. They smell good. They look good. You'd step over your own mother just to get one.
0: Now, what I liked at first there was that Homer tried to avoid it, like most fathers would. It's like, oh, I don't want to have this conversation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, mostly Mozart is in town. <laughs> <laughs> but then this was the third adult joke that we got.
1: Doorkeeper! keeper, those two monkeys are killing each other. They're having
0: sex. Oh. And then so Homer obviously starts talking about women. We played the clip like refrigerators, like beer. Yep. Gets really, really drunk. I love that the, the cans just keep growing and growing yeah. on the table. Yeah. You made me wanna. <laughs> <rat>. <laughs> <laughs> Bart just gives up. <laughs> yeah, you want your money or you better come get it because I, I don't know, know where, where it is. is. <laughs> so good. It's as good as his... Uh, r- 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 $5, get, get out, out of here. here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon those would be improvised by Dan? hope so. It just seems like... all right. Dan, drunken, rambling. <laughs> Go. That $5, get out of here is amazing. So Laura then tells Bart at night, meet me at the tree ho- treehouse and come alone. I understand why they did it. But it just seemed odd and come alone. Like, what was the point? Why couldn't she just tell him at the window? Well, oh, it's big news. She thought she'd be happy for him. He'd be happy for her. She that way, really. Well, that's a more dramatic scene. I know. I know <laughs> it fit. I know it suited the episode, but I don't know, it just seemed a bit stupid. But anyway, it, but it, it needs to get Bart's hopes up. So she says to but when he comes up or when she walks up, thanks for coming. He says, I please do aim. His voice <laughs> ah, breaks again. Yeah, right. I never realized until I rewatched it for this that he says, I please, please to aim. Please aim instead of aim to please. Yeah, I never picked up on that. I thought it was really well done. She obviously reveals she has a boyfriend. <laughs> Sorry. I just thought the best one of those of all time is Dumb and Dumber where, um, Mary's out of the room and Jim Carrey's character, is uh, Lloyd, is trying to psych himself up for what he's going to say. It's like, um, look at me. I feel like a schoolboy again. A schoolboy that wants to... De- the desperately wants to make sweet, sweet love to you. Then she comes out and he goes to actually deliver it. It's like, mm, I desperately want to make love to a schoolboy. Yes. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> She's just bewildered. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> So uh, she tells about that she's Tell- a boyfriend. Yeah, and then another great animation on the the Similar heart. Similar style. Yeah, yeah, ripping the heart out, just beating in her hands. You will be needing this. Kicks it against the wall. Good way to like, go to commercial. That's where you get the great kind of Darlene aspect of of this character, or of the actress. Like that's Darlene and Roseanne was a real kind of dark comedic. Yeah. Character very dry. Where for the most part, Laura's pretty nice, but j- they do a great job of tapping into what. Like, a couple of different sides of what Sarah's able to play. Throughout the episode, did you think they wanted us to think... Obviously, we've mentioned... I don't don't believe they did, but do you think they wanted us to think that Laura had been leading Bart on at all? No. No, Bart was just reading into it the wrong way. Yeah, Bart was just excited. He had a crush, that's all. Yeah, yeah. So, we come back from commercial, and she reveals that her boyfriend is Jimbo. Jimbo. Jimbo Jones. Get the flashback of Bart remembering when he gets flushed in the toilet. Mm. Skinner here. Great. (laughs)
1: Uh, you've been flushing for 20 minutes. Is there a problem? Uh, no, Principal Skinner. (laughs) Very well. I'll continue to wait.
0: So why do you like him? Because he's an outlaw. Remember that dead buddy? Jimbo killed him? No, but he poked it with a stick. Jimbo here. So dirty when he rocks up, Dr. Tongue has arrived. (laughs) Um, for the next month That is all I'm going to say When I get home from work So you can pull it off Nicola It just wouldn't work with Nicola She'd just be like You're a fucking idiot <laughs> or Is that the response Ash would give you it's probably what I'll get <laughs> You won't care I don't care <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Tongue has, You have to film yourself Walking in saying that For the Patreon for thing For the right? Patreon thing You have to Okay Get a GoPro And put it on my head Yes Dr. Tongue Has arrived Stick it behind her in the kitchen You have to do it has to be done. I don't think Ash is going to like me Putting up a video of her though So I'll have to keep her out of it we can we said to anybody then? We'll workshop Plan it. Ruined. We'll workshop it. <laughs> Bart's an annoyed because she refers to him as just a kid. Yeah. just was, It rings around in his head. Yeah. Like, I'll show her as just a kid. I'll Bart, show her. it's bedtime. I laid out your jammy jams. <laughs> <laughs> jammy jams. <laughs> oh, that's so perfectly written for Marge. Oh, perfectly timed. Yep, yep, yep. I feel yeah. like that's a line that would have got a massive laugh at the table read. Yeah, when she yeah. delivered it. Yeah. Yep. But then asked Homer for more advice over dinner. Just quietly, what the fuck were they eating in this scene? I wasn't really paying attention. The plate looked like nothing. Like it was just a big pile of mashed potatoes. It looked like every <laughs> plate was nothing but mashed potatoes. Maybe Marge makes... Doesn't she make awesome mashed potatoes? She leaves the skin on or something? Yeah, but just that? No other veggies? No I, meat? Just potatoes? Maybe they left the best alive. What are they, in Idaho? Possibly. Maybe, maybe they left the best alive. Maybe they're already eating the meat. There was no room for anything. But you else. know when you go to a restaurant, and they chuck the palmy on top of the chips? Mm, yeah. Jerks. <laughs> I hate that. Then the, the under palmy <laughs> chips get soggy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. So, continue. So, the bar. No, <laughs> I- <laughs> that was all I wrote for that entire scene. <laughs> oh, but you pretty much just asked Homer.
1: Dad, if there's a really special girl and she likes some Claude who's beneath her, what should you do? I married her. <laughs> <laughs> Homer, please. I just had eggs.
0: So then we cut to the court case. and <laughs> Was it Lisa on the way out? Good luck in your trumped-up lawsuit, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, Laura's babysitting him again. Yeah. I don't see what's so special about this Jimbo. He's just a good-looking rebel who plays by his own rules. Uh, uh, I like that Lisa is um, gazing as well. Yeah. Yeah, because Lisa is still a girl. She's still a girl. Yeah. yeah. Everyone likes themselves a rebel. Apparently, Why? I don't get it. Every girl has to go through that phase of a rebel. I don't know if it's a phase. But think- yeah, they look down at us when we go through that phase of a trollop. Well, no, no, rebels and trollops aren't really the same thing. But it's a weird thing how everyone, like, they'll swoon over a rebel. But then, as soon as you break the rules when you're a husband, like, <laughs> suddenly, the <laughs> re- rebellious attitude is not a sought after commodity. The walls close in. Exactly. <laughs> we get to the court case, and the sea captain's given his testimony. There's a guy, more stomach than man. Hey! <laughs> now, Captain McAllister, isn't it true that you're not a real captain? I. Everyone's startled. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it reminds me of that moment where it's like, from now on, you tell me everything. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even born in this country. <laughs> <laughs> then the blue head lawyer brings in all the shrimp, or things thinks mm. it's shrimp, and it's actually... Yeah, uh, all of the letters to Santa Claus. For the... You th- want the people of Springfield versus Chris Kringle. Uh, it's in- next door. Yeah. It's a miracle on 34th Street. Par- uh, not parody at yeah, Amaraj, I guess. Uh, no, it's a parody. Parody? Yeah, you call okay. it a parody. Where they... Prove Santa Claus's existence by the amount of mail, because sending mail is a federal thing. So if he if he has a mailing address, he must be a real he person. Must exist. Yeah. I don't think that's how the law works. <laughs> just quietly. But it's a don't, Christmas movie, though. Don't try to prove that; it won't work for you. It's one of those movies you can watch every Christmas and never get sick of it, though. Yeah, I've never seen the original. I've only ever seen the Dylan McDermott. That's the only one I've ever saw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Boy, he's a smouldering man in a suit. You reckon? Like I would almost have turned for Dylan McDermott in the mid nineties. <laughs> What about Tim Allen? You know what I liked is he was good looking <laughs> but he also had principles particularly on the practice. Yeah. He just wanted what was right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, it would have been right if we... <laughs> so Marge's on the stand. Him and, him and Lara Flynn Boyle imagine like a... Never mind. No, I don't, <laughs> want, to, I don't want to imagine that. <laughs> and then maybe is, that real big lady with all of the earrings <laughs> just to tag in, Just watching. <laughs> taking notes. She's the stenographer. Yes. Uh, sorry, sorry, you, listeners. Try to get that mental image out of your head. Can, did, did Homer once consume 10 pound bags of flour? Yeah. Oh, no. You're a witness. <laughs> <laughs> then it cuts to Homer ordering a pizza. Pizza. Uh, right here. Pizza, right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I laughed out loud at that. That was yeah. fucking incredible. So great. Uh, and then we get the classic Hutz line. Yeah.
1: Mrs. Simpson, what did you and your husband do after you were ejected from the restaurant? We. Pretty much went straight home. Mrs. Simpson, you're under oath. We drove around until 3 a.m. looking for another all-you-can-eat fish restaurant.
0: And when you couldn't find one?
1: We went fishing.
0: You know, as funny as that line is, and it's hilarious, structurally, I think it would have been better had they said we looked, spent all night looking for a seafood restaurant rather than fish restaurant because we we're looking for a fish restaurant what did you do afterwards we went fishing you kind of got like a little clumsy double up of the word fish twice in two sentences did she uh, say fish did she yeah looking for another all you can eat fish restaurant when you couldn't find one we went fishing that's bizarre that they would say fish It is. you never ever cuz say who says that? we're going to a fish restaurant never mm. i never realized anyway that. still hilarious but could have been better yeah yep, yep. sorry conan maybe they said fish restaurant because fishing then works funnier no it doesn't Doesn't it? No. You want a punchline, it's a prize. And the word fish telegraphs what the punchline is because you're repeating it. Yeah, I guess. Mm. I'm right on this. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You're just thinking about it. Thinking of how I can prove it wrong. Uh, So then the sea captain just randomly offers a deal. Oh, but we miss the classy. Does that sound like a man who had all he could eat? (laughs) No, that could have been me. Uh, the sea captain offers Homer a deal mm. And he becomes basically a sideshow freak Bottomless peep A tourist attraction Nature's cruelest mistake <laughs> Come for the freak Stay for the food I heard they shaved a gorilla Yeah <laughs> Bart is then watching Laura and Jimbo kiss His shirt shaving him Now I've got here the, the Them animating people kiss Really really awkward Yeah their mouths always warp and stuff Yeah it looks really really strange when they're kissing It's it just must like be Peck 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 Must peck. be a difficult thing to get right With the way that Simpsons are designed Yeah Yeah mm. mm. Anyway, so I thought it was kind of creepy that Bart was just sitting on the stairs watching them kiss. Little weirdo. A little bit. Little bit. Well, a lot. A little weirdo, man. But he's just, he's obsessed with Laura. Mm. He's trying to think of a way of how he can meddle and ruin their relationship for his own well-being. Mm. Um, thinks of an idea. You don't quite see what the idea is yet, but it cuts yeah, to cuts Ruth and to, Moe's. Cuts to Moe's. Stupid welcome to Bill. I, I knew, knew it would ruin it, me. ruin me. <laughs> 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 he's so upset of having to give out one free beer. That is a line that I felt would have got a great laugh at the table, read. Hope so. And I think Hank would have had a great time of doing it. Oh, if I ever meet Hank Azaria, I want him to say that line. It's almost, Hank didn't have a lot to do in this episode, it just occurred to me. He yeah, has like one line from a poo early, and then and then this, yeah, would have been a quiet day for the him at the table. Read, I do Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> His first line of the whole episode, a corker, except for Second. a poo. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so then does the, but does the prank call, hmm. and and a man hug and kiss. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Maybe you're standing too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. They're the, my favourite ones when he gets talked back. Yes. Yeah. Gets what's what's the word? They throw uh, where oh. Barney throws some shade. Yeah. <laughs> But then gives his address, says, My name is Jimbo Jones, 742 Evergreen Terrace. Ah. I knew he would slip up. <laughs> <laughs> Big mistake, buddy pal. So then Mo leaves with a knife. Ah, yes, rusty and dull.
1: Barney, don't steal any beer while I'm gone. What kind of pathetic drunk do you take me for? <gasps> Somebody spilled beer in this ashtray.
0: <sighs> ah. He's then running through the night, Mo. He's talking to himself. And then he looks on the town map. Mm-hmm. Evergreen Terrace F five. There it is. What was the purpose of those two scenes where him and then him running back into the wishing well filler? Yeah, I guess that was really strange. I guess it was just you didn't. They wanted to show him running. Like the the image of him running's good, but maybe it was just a little flat without having a little line. It just seems strange because he knows where Homer lives. He's been there. He's many been there times. before. Yeah. Yeah. But I he know has, he didn't say it was the Simpsons house, but he. You would think he knows Evergreen Terrace. If someone said to you, "I'm gonna," my name is. Jimbo Jones, bit, I nearly said my address on the show. I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> But they said my address. You would go, hmm, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Mm. Anyway, I think it was great animation, though, of Mo on the window at the front. Yeah, with Just like the, the knife in hand the, the, and the heavy the breathing up against yeah. the glass. Like he's like, I'm going to kill this kid. Like, literally yeah. kill this kid. Yeah. So then we get Jimbo, uh, oh my God, I don't believe it. Now my pants are shaking. me. me. Moe bursts in. Jimbo cries immediately. Now, I feel kind of bad for Jimbo here. Because a crazy guy runs into the house, yeah. says he's going to stab you. He, yeah, a he's knife. a teenage kid. He has every right to be crying. And everyone's just like, that's your outlaw? Yeah. And, and Laura's like, dumps him because you're not the guy I thought you were. Yeah. There's a fucking guy with a knife. Well, Laura kept her shit together. She didn't move at all, did she? Yeah. <laughs> she just sat there the whole time. Yeah. But Anyway, so I wasn't going to kill you. I was just going to cut you. I was just going to cut you. Yeah. Oh, I got to check on Barney. Oh, forget it. <laughs> oh, no, my heart just stopped. Oh, there we okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mo running back, still has the knife up in the air. That was one of my favourite bits about that oh, animation. He did too, like yeah, he's yeah. still just knife pointed forwards, just his arm up. Yeah, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid wishing well. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to obviously Laura dumping Jimbo, you're not the guy I thought you were. And then ends on Bart and Laura making their own little phone call to Mo's. Oh, we get there. Obviously, she says to Bart, if you're old enough to grow a crappy uh, teenage yeah. mustache, I'd get yeah. you in a second. Yep. So it's sort of Bart. Kind of gets what he wanted. He, it's Yeah, it's like he's accepted. It's but, the approval, yeah. yeah. And then we get... <laughs> yeah, then Ivana Tinkle. Come on, everyone. Ivana, put down your glasses, Ivana Tinkle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I did think it was kind of silly here that Sea Captain and Homer were both there. Because this, if you go by what they're wearing, Laura and Bart, is on the same night as when Jimbo got uh, attacked by Moe. Right? Yeah. So, well, presumably Homer's finished. Homer must have just had all he could eat that night. And then they went down to celebrate. The new attraction, yeah, but like, what time was the court case? Because like, what because the court case was on at night. She's babysitting them, and then what well, they had time to go back to the restaurant, and then people come to the restaurant have food, and then they go to Moe's afterwards, all on the same night. Well, we've already seen him at the restaurant. When? Was it, I heard they shaved a gorilla. Yeah, I know that, but the court case was apparently the same night if you go by the timeline. Because they leave Barton. Yeah, but I mean, you didn't have a problem with it there. You didn't go. How do they get from the court case to the restaurant? So now you're going all. How do they get the restaurant from to the restaurant? Sorry, from the restaurant to Moe's. Calm yourself. Now you're telling me not to worry about shit like this. Look, he's had a busy night at but Maybe he's got it's three in the morning. Court case, restaurant, it's, yeah, it could be late. Let's just accept it because it's a great episode and yeah. Kevin O'Brien wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> what did we learn, Palmer? So, what did you learn from this episode, Mitch? Went on a date, best to wear a nice cotton blend pant, so as to not incur any chafing. Maybe you want chafing, though. Well, in that case, wear corduroy. I just see captain is not a real captain. Shattered dreams. The mail, mail is here. So now it is time for the mailbag this week. Now, apparently, Mitch warned me before we started recording that. Did I? There's no questions. No, there were no questions this week. No there weren't one... questions. We have questions. We have well, plenty of questions. There the weren't any this week. Dando is what I'm saying. They weren't the f- top three emails of the week. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't the first three that I opened. <laughs> yes. So what do we have this week? Um, well, we've just got some nice little bits and pieces. So, uh, firstly. I I wrote this down last, but we're going to get to it. I'll do it first. Thank you very much to Kevin Gilmore who presented the Troy McClure impression that we had kick off the start of the episode. Um, Fantastic work. Anyone else out there that can do a halfway Good Simpsons impression? um, Kev did it via Dropbox, but just record it somehow, send it through to us. You can attach it, you can save it somewhere else and we'll find it. Just do whatever you need to do, but get them in and we're more than happy to have it as part of the show. Just a warning as well too, I'm going to be mentioning something during this mailbag. We had a bit of a tidbit sent in last week via the Facebook page. Hmm. And we forgot to mention it last week because we always go to the mailbag on the... like the emails to Hmm. find shit to say to you in the mailbag. I'm going to read it in a couple of minutes, but if you've got something to say to us that you want us us to read out in the air, please email it to us because... We've we've said this before. We get a bajillion messages a day. That's why I I give no apologies for not having read it (laughs) out last week. We get a bajillion messages on the Facebook page and we just... It's just... It's hard to keep track. That's a real number, by the way. Yes, it is. It's 104. I didn't... (laughs) um anyway all right so kevin's got a question first off um well, actually sorry not a question we have no we, questions but just, i'm like i'm like what idiot we just fucking finished saying this no kevin's got a real life <laughs> simpson story uh so kevin's got a lovely wife uh, named allison who's also a simpsons fan despite her and despite her usual dislike for podcast she's coming around to ours so oh, thank, th- you. thank you very much allison thank what, you for coming uh, th- around what is it that you usually dislike about a podcast some people it's, just like visuals. Yeah. Words come into your ears, and you, you, it's nice. It's they, fun. You got to wrap people's heads around the fact that podcasts. Because a lot of guys in my work, they don't understand what a podcast is, and I try to explain. I guess it to a, a l- lot of people only listen to radio for music, don't yeah. they? Not many people listen to it for the content. They they see podcasts as talkback radio, mm. and talkback radio is for oldies. But people need to understand that podcast is talkback radio about a specific theme that you like, but without talkback. Yes, yeah, exactly. Mm. It's talk to radio. Yes. Anyway, so what Kevin managed to do, which I've really, really loved, is managed to sneak a Simpsons reference into their wedding. Uh, he wanted to have Homer's vows from enriches and poorness, uh, but was told in no uncertain terms that that wasn't happening. However, as it was an unusually hot day on the day they were married, they weren't able to get their wedding rings on due to the swelling that their pale Scottish bodies experienced in temperatures above 20 degrees. So he used this at the ceremony, presumably in front of everyone, presumably with microphone under his um, mouth, Uh, to exclaim that the fingers you have used to marry are too fat. Amazing. (laughs) Wow. One of my favourite lines in the whole episode. That that could have ended a marriage right there. (laughs) Uh, Before it even started. Before the band had even gotten on the slightly chubby finger, it could have been over. So good. Yes. Well well played, sir. I love it. That is putting your nuts on the line for a Simpsons quote. That is mailbag worthy. It is. Um, I've got... Nathan Russell has also written in. So, this was in regards to our last podcast, uh, Marge Gets a Job. Um, he really loved the conversation that we had around the great cinematography in Simpsons okay, episodes. yeah, yeah. The one that he wanted to contribute is really standing out for him is Raging Abe Simpson and his grumbling grandson in The Curse of the Flying Hellfish. When on the water? Uh, well, uh, the entire third okay. act, he said, is full of spectacular shots, yeah, including yeah. the hellfish statue lighting up, Bart yep. exploring underwater, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Burns appearing behind Bart as he lights a flare, and the mm. entire motorboat chase. Um, so that that's it you just you know thank you very much for contributing those Nathan yes. couldn't agree more It is a fantastically well done episode I guess when was that they, they would have converted to digital by then who Simpsons yeah no that mean like no that wasn't until like season 20 did they start to, was it I thought it was a when little it to, when that. it went to widescreen okay well good Fantastic. it doesn't matter Can yep. you <laughs> Thank you very much for sending that in Nathan anyone else that's got some you know some nice cinematography or if you're listening to a, a previous episode and you, you you went oh I like that I want to join in the conversation you can do that by sending us a mail ba- uh, an email at mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au now I've got that message I was that I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. it's from Kirsten Barlow and it's in relation to last week's episode as well um, Marge gets a job so she says hey guys I was just watching the Camp Krusty episode and I paused the credits and went to do some packing. When I came back and I saw a familiar name on the screen under main title animation his name was Tibor well Tibor Bile to be precise as I'm sure you remember Tibor is the name of the employee who doesn't speak any english at home we and tells us much yes um, someone sent us through a tweet on Facebook uh, face oh, on on twitter <laughs> a tweet on yeah. facebook i am so up with what happens on on social media mm, um, i've noticed yeah <laughs> um, it was a screenshot that Tibor has a corner office Really? Yeah, I don't know what episode it was from. They just said last night's episode. I don't know if that meant new or oh it was just yes, that was a recent on one. TV. apparently Tibor. Yeah. 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 Anyway, she says so. It turns out Tibor was the name of a real animator for the show. Found this mildly interesting. I hope you do too. Love the show. Keep up the great work. P.S. <laughs> this was funny because you'll you'll remember what she said. What I said to respond to this. I'm about to go on a very long drive, and unfortunately, I'm pretty much up to date on your podcast. Do you have any favorites that you can re- recommend? oh that's really no, um, <laughs> what did you say again I, I read that wrong really stupid. <laughs> I read that wrong as her saying do you have any favourites of your show of our own podcast so I said and then you wrote back I think she means of other podcasts, <laughs> of other podcasts. you podcasts. fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> it
2: was a really dumb thing to say I was half asleep but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but thank you Kirsten for your little T-ball reference and I hope you enjoyed some of our favourite podcasts <laughs> Uh, the final letter that we got in or I say letter Jesus this is um, this is one of the best ones that I've read in a really long time it comes in from Johnny O I'm not going to read the whole thing because there's about eight paragraphs here but um, is this the guy from Afghanistan yeah so he's a, he's a former um, well a former vet Do you say former vet or a vet no he's just a veteran he's just a veteran you can't yeah. be a former veteran because you would have had to have gone back He's currently a state trooper and apparently will occasionally be listening to our show in the car while he's driving around and has rolled up at various emergency scenes with four-finger discount playing in the background, which I fucking love. Like, that blows my mind. Yeah, I know, right? Someone's having the worst day of their life. And I hope that there has been at least one instance of someone that's, you know, been in an instant, a, a car crash or something like that and everything, it's like, it's, it's horrible and they're getting loaded into an ambulance and then they hear me tell, like, the penguin joke. <laughs> and they just go, they're uh, so... <laughs> that's not bad (laughs) Um, Johnny's got a real life Simpson story amongst all of this that I really enjoyed so he was 18 years old finished high school and joined the US Army the year was Ot four and it was just the start of the war I was very lucky in my platoon to have um, many young men the same or sort of age range around 19 to 25 who all loved and understood obscure um, Simpsons references one of the greatest moments of his life came during a training event before going over to Afghanistan his platoon got into a prank war with another platoon. Uh, they were kind of doing raids at one. They were going to raid the other platoon's barracks. Uh, as they were storming up the stairs, the rival platoon sergeant's um, head sort of comes out of a window and screams, if any of you come up here, I will smoke the dog shit out of all of you. Firstly, great insult. I will smoke the dog shit out of all of you. That's this, Full Metal Jacket. They, I was going to say, this guy has seen Full Metal Jacket. In fact, I read all of this in, in his voice. Yeah. Um, particularly the the next line that I'm going to get to from the sergeant. So, uh, the entire platoon froze and had no idea what to do. Do we fear strict physical punishment or turn around and retreat? I decided I had to say something, something to settle the score. So, in my best beer baron voice, I just yelled... No you won't (laughs) To which The head sergeant Lost his mind And just screamed Who who the fuck said that That was the bit Where I was like Who said that Who's this little What is it Who's the little Slimy twinkle-told Communist cocksucker Down there Who just signed His own death warrant (laughs) Uh, So so who the fuck Said that Yet again In my best Beer baron voice I yelled back Won't (laughs) Did he get in trouble Um, No So we surrendered And got one up I I imagine no one Ratted him out Okay that's awesome That was fantastic (laughs) I am um, That guy What's his name The actor Ali Ermi, Or it, Emery He's in a movie called Saving Silverman And I think it's called Evil Woman in Australia I'm pretty sure it's called Saving Silverman mm. in America It's got Jack Black um, Jason Biggs And another dude Who's been in Friends And whatever I think that was called Evil Woman here Yeah 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 And he just plays Was his, it Hurley in that Or something No Oh wait no I'm thinking uh, of, uh, Amanda Peet I think her name is Okay But he just plays This really really Creepy crazy s- Similar guy But just not to that extent Yep Who's like an old school teacher or something? That's that's but that's what I remember him from. Besides Full Metal Jacket, I oh god, I love him in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, perfect for it. Maybe that could be something we review on Patreon. Possibly the first forty-five minutes of it, and yeah. then we'll get bored. Well, What's the first movie we're going to review for Patreon? Dumb and Dumber. Why not? Great movie. Everyone loves it. We've actually, had people ask us to do a one of the on best. Oh, you know what I would love to do as well. Like at, at various points, would be like a Zucker Brothers run through. Have you ever seen Top Secret with Fel Kilmer? No, but My I love Val Gilmer. God, man, it is the fun. It, it, like as much as you talk about the Naked Gun and that that they've got a much higher level of kind of fame, I think Top Secret outdoes anything that they've ever done. It's so fucking funny. The reviews might work better as well if I haven't seen it, but you have, so I'm seeing it for the first time. Yeah, that's that could work. Yeah. So let's plug Patreon once more. So basically the. Premium podcast now going to be available on there. Kate Fear. You know, before you, you pay a buck and you had it and you could download it, that was fine. Although the download link expired within 48, 48 hours. hours of- and it's just hassle and written, blah, 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 blah. So yep. now they're going to be constantly on our Patreon page for all of our patrons to have access to whenever you damn well, please. You want to go back to it six weeks from now, you'll be able to access it. That- if you're driving across on a long trip across Australia and you want to know what our favorite episodes are, that's yes. one of them. <laughs> Like we said, though, all the other stuff is going to include behind-the-scenes videos, movie review, podcasts. we're going to do Dumb and Dumb and that's the first yep. one we're going to do. There's also some little goals in there. So, if we get enough people download, yeah. sorry, if we get enough sort of regular cash flow coming in, then we can branch out and we'll do another regular free podcast. Um, so, there's stuff like that, that. If we can make it viable to, to maybe shave some hours off our actual work and and swing it this way, then there's stuff in there. So If we could turn this into our living, it'd be amazing. And for a couple bucks, that's fine. We're keeping it, even at the highest tier, we're keeping it lower than Netflix. Or if you want to advertise, if you've got a business out there and you want to advertise on Four Finger Discount and get access to the many, many thousands of loyal listeners that we have and get me to do one of my best radio presenter voices, (laughs) then you can do that. You can do that via Patreon and all the details are on there. Yeah, exactly right. Do you want to tell people what the goals are first? The first one is giving out monthly giveaways. That's right. I'm really excited about this one. So, yeah. so if we get 500 bucks a month coming in from you know all of our all of our well, patrons, combined, yep, yep, combined, we'll give away monthly giveaways via the Facebook page of Simpsons merchandise or Simpsons memorabilia or something along I those think lines. We'll do it via the Facebook page. We'll just do it to our pa- exclusive to our patrons. It's an incentive that makes sense. Yeah. Why would I give it away to people doing it for free? Exactly. Idiot. <laughs> monthly <laughs> <laughs> monthly giveaway to our <laughs> patrons. Monthly monthly giveaways to the people that are actually donating. So you're not. Like, as much as you're getting content, it's almost like a raffle. There's a chance that you're going to win something. Yeah, it's every like month. About you're buying a raffle ticket. Yeah. And the reason we kind of set it at that is because there's only so much that we have. So we'll actually go out and source this stuff. We'll buy things, DVD sets, cool. so animation sales, hand signed Harry Shearer photos, anything. Yeah. Like, you, you know, some months it could be, uh, it might be something worth 30 bucks, might be something worth 200 bucks. It just depends on what we find. Yeah, it'll all be worth it. Trust us. We yeah. won't be giving out shit. That's for damn sure. The next one is we've been asked many, many times. Futurama podcast Mm. we will do a Futurama podcast if we reach our next goal after the $500 I can't remember what we said it at we'll have to go back and Patreon and check it out two and a half something like that and then the next one is Seinfeld yeah if we can if we can get to that point where we can earn a living from doing this we will do a Seinfeld a Futurama and a Simpsons podcast every week it'll be fun will be fun a lot of editing but it'll be fun (laughs) so thanks for employ someone T-Walk can do it exactly why not thanks for listening to our review of New Kid on the Block absolutely loved the episode I hope you enjoyed the review. Mitch, any final words for the listeners before we let you go? Yar, there be entertained, says I. Catch you later, guys. Shh.